Hello, everyone. Welcome in here to Fighting Ever Fighting. I'm Cole Carmody of GoPowerCat.com. Before we get going with this episode, make sure you hit make sure you hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Leave a like if you like the video. Drop a comment as well. Don't forget to go subscribe to GoPowerCat.com where you can get all the latest Kansas State news, information, recruiting information, and so much more. Now, let's get into our conversation with the 2022 Big 12 champion quarterback of the Kansas State Wildcats, Will Howard. Hello, everyone, and welcome in here to Fighting Ever Fighting. Today's guest is a very special one. That is 2022 Big 12 champion, the quarterback of your Kansas State Wildcats, Will Howard. First of all, Will, thanks for taking the time out of your day to join me. Uh, you guys have finals this week. Are you done with finals? How did you think you did? I actually just took my own. I only have one in-person final, and I just took it like right before I walked in the door to to get set up for this. So I'm all done now, and you know, thank goodness because it's finals week is no fun. I mean, there's no class, but you know, just gotta wrap it all up. So it's 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 all good now. And so so for the fans, what is your major, and uh, when is your expected graduation time? So I'm an accounting major, um, numbers geek, uh, as as you could call it. But uh, I, I'm gradu- I'm set to graduate after this fall semester, so in December or whatever that would be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I started off in engineering, but that didn't really didn't really end up working out. It, it wasn't wasn't for me. It was a little too much work. So, but I stick stick with the numbers and uh, went with accounting. It's like one out of every five college students change their major at some point. So, yeah, yeah that, that would make sense. And you being a numbers guy, you understand yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, I, I want to start off this podcast <laughs> by just asking you a little bit about your background. And and I know you're from Pennsylvania, uh, not exactly the uh, pipeline state for Kansas State. But, but growing up, did you know that you wanted to play college football? Was that always something that you kind of wanted to do? Oh, always. Uh, I, I Growing up, I played just about every sport you could, um, basketball, baseball, football. I played some lacrosse, you know, I did kind of everything and, um, you know, different times or different, you know, sports would be my favorite. You know, I, I would say like, you know, when I was really young, it was baseball and then it became basketball. And then kind of in high school, I kind of figured out that football was going to be, you know, what took me the furthest and what I, what I kind of was my passion um, and that was when, you know, I always grew up, I, I was a Penn state fan growing up. So I, you know, I had never gone to a game, but I went to like a, a spring game one time and I was like, man, this is just so beyond cool. And, and it was a hundred percent what I wanted to do with my whole life. I, you know, when I was a kid, every, every, you know, they say like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say, you know, a professional athlete. And I, I wouldn't specify what sport, you know, cause I didn't really know yet, but you know, now I know. And uh, it's 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 really cool that, you know, I'm able to do it, you know, right now, what I'm doing at this at the college level. And, you know, obviously didn't really expect it to be in Kansas, um, kind of expected to be a little more closer to home. But, you know, it's just kind of how it how it happened. And, you know, I'm really glad it happened that way. So a few weeks ago, I talked to Cade Warner uh, on, on the show and, and he brought up the fact that he obviously played football his whole entire life. Um, but he was not a college football fan. He said he only watched the NFL now. Granted, I'm sure a lot of that had to do with his dad. But were you a college football fan? I know you said you liked Penn State, but you'd never been to a game. Was Did, did you know about, you know, did you watch yeah. college football growing up, or were you just kind of like an NFL guy too? I was big into college football. I loved watching college football. I'd definitely say I was more of an NFL fan, um, but I definitely t- watched a ton of Penn State football games. I just never went to one. I don't know why. You know, I got to give my dad some – some uh 
you know, some crap about that one. Um, but I, 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 first time I went to a, a college football game, I think was when I was on the recruiting trail, um, you know, just taking game visits and stuff. But I, I definitely grew up watching it, you know, love just sitting on, you know, after a Friday night game in high school, I would, I would just, there was nothing better than coming home after the film session on Friday or on Saturday morning and laying on the couch and watching the, those games, the, the noon games, usually falling asleep about, you know, halfway through those, waking up for the beginning of the three thirty games. That's that's me talking in Eastern, you know, time uh, mm-hmm. uh, perspective. But you know, it, I definitely would say NFL more so with with the Eagles. And I had been to some Eagles games growing up, but um, no, I was I was big into college. And so then you mentioned the recruiting trail. Once you start getting onto the recruiting trail and. You have these teams that are contacting you, and some obviously are more interested than others. At what point did you realize, like, oh, I might actually have a chance to play Division One? It was probably my sophomore year of high school. Uh, you know, all growing up, people were telling me, you know, you you have the potential to be a really, really good, you know, player. You, you like people, you know, when I'm in Pee Wee, they're like, man, you really could make it to the league. You could do all this, and I'm like, you know take it with a grain of salt you know it's just it's so far away because you're so young and you don't really see it yet um and you know I was a good player but I I just it took really you know getting that first offer I I got my first power five offer from Rutgers and I was like man like you know the the dream is kind of becoming a reality and that was when it when it kind of clicked for me like man this is this is what I'm going to do and this is what um this is you know kind of my dream coming true and it was just really cool and um you know I'm, I'm so blessed to to have the, you know, natural ability that I do. And, you know, a lot, a lot of work took place to, to get to where I am now. But, uh, you know, it's, that was about when I kind of realized like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm, what I'm going to do. Was there any school before K-State jumped in that you were seriously considering? And and I guess if, if you saw those schools, um, which ones that really stuck out to you? Obviously, besides K-State, we know that's where you ended up. But was there any schools early on in the process you, you were pretty pretty uh, leaning on? It's it's funny. I was actually very, very close to committing to uh, Minnesota. Um, I would say I was about a day away. But right before uh, I wanted to commit, they ended up taking my offer and giving it to a to a 2021 kid because I had just taken too long, I guess. I mean, I, had, I visited and um, took – I guess I told them I would – take like two weeks and take some other visits. And then I got it. I got an offer from Maryland and I really liked Maryland. It was a lot closer to home. Um, so that kind of complicated things. So I took a little more time and then they ended up pulling the offer. Minnesota did. Um, but I'm, I'm glad they did. Cause I'm, I'm glad I didn't end up there, but you know, everything, everything happens, how it, how it's, how it's meant to happen. And, um, but yeah, though, I would say those two were the closest that I, I really like. I liked Minnesota a lot. I liked, uh, like Maryland a lot, but Maryland kind of never really materialized just because they had so many guys in their room and they didn't really have a scholarship available. They wanted me, but they didn't have a scholarship available. Um, I felt like I flew under the radar a little bit as a recruit. I felt like, um, you know, I, I just kind of got started a little later. Like I didn't get my K-State offer till like, I think it was March or April of my junior year. And, you know, I, that was the first I really talked to them. Like I, I started talking to them and got an offer two days later but K-State was the one that kind of just kept sticking around for me. And um, no matter what I did, no matter where I went, like, you know, K-State was always in the back of my head. And it was just, it was, the only thing was the distance. You know, I, like, I at the end, it was really between, like, it kind of came down to the Ivy League versus 
the uh, the the Power Five, and it was really K State and KU were the last two um, that I that I could have taken that were were still available for me. And uh, you know, I knew if I was going to come to Kansas to play football, I, there was no doubt in my mind I was coming to K State. You know, and KU, I was supposed to take an official visit there, but they ended up pulling that away from me like a week before I was supposed to go, which you know lights a little bit of a fire for me too. You know, they kind of, I guess they miscounted their, or their uh, official visit. That was back when Les Miles was there. And, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Jayhawks, you know, clearly, but it all, it's all good. It all worked out how it's supposed to. And, uh, you know, I, I ended up out here in Manhattan, Kansas, and I couldn't be happier. And, and we kind of talked about it at the beginning and, I, and I've heard you talk about this story before, but I think it bears worth repeating. Um, you DM'd, Connor Riley, your film, mm-hmm. and that's how you started talking to them. I, I know that that can't be too common, but just what led to that decision? And and once you did, you know, initiate that conversation, do you think they were a little surprised? And uh, how did that relationship develop? It's funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you're a recruit, you kind of just, especially at that point, I was just kind of throwing, you know, just send it, whoever followed me, I was just sending DMs and, you know, sending my film and I had my, you know, scripted, uh, message that I would send every school and I would tweak it a little bit for every school. And I think I said something about how, you know, super cool in North Dakota state, you know, Carson Wentz, whatever that whole connection. Um, and I sent, sent it to Connor or co- to coach Riles and, uh, and he didn't get back to me the first time I sent it to him. Like, I think during my junior year and nothing back from him. And I was like, ah, oh, it's probably a lost cause. You know, he'll never respond to me. And then it it, it was about, I want to say February-ish, February, late February maybe, because I was doing some, um, like, showcase. I was I was basically, I was throwing for, for schools who wanted to come in. So I, I was sending out the dates to a bunch of, of schools again. And, I you know, I came across Coach Riles. I was like, yeah, I mean, screw it. I might th- throw him another DMC, you know see who uh see see if he responds and you know he he responded about two days later i think it was and and said you know i really really like your film would love to get on the phone with you uh later that day get on the phone with him and and he gives the phone to coach klein and i'd heard a little bit about coach klein but you know i i obviously like when i made the connection that uh, like who he was i definitely remembered watching him in 2012 and when he played i didn't know much about k state but i had definitely heard his name and then you know that was a really good conversation really hit it off with those two guys and then the next day they said you know we, we want to get your film in front of coach Kleiman and 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 hopefully get this thing through and you know little little did i know next next night coach Kleiman calls me after their i think it was their uh, spring practice that they had calls me after practice and uh, offered me. And I was like, it was like by far the quickest um, turnaround, I guess you could say, for for recruiting with a school. Like, I, I mean, there were some schools back home, like Pitt, Syracuse, Penn State, that I was like, you know, I had talked to since like my eighth grade freshman year and still, and I never got, I never ended up getting an offer from. And like the fact that I started talking to K-State two days within two days I get an offer like that just means like they saw something in me and believed in me and that that went a long way for me honestly when it came to to recruiting but no I was that was kind of a cool story just because like you know how how quick it all happened and um how how unknown it was like I literally knew nothing about Kansas Kansas State at all like I had never I don't think I had at that point I don't think I'd ever been west of Pittsburgh that was the furthest west I had ever been in my life so it worked out 
it's amazing how things happen. And, and yeah. you mentioned spring practice and, you know, a few weeks later, the world stops obviously with, with COVID and you end up committing to Kansas state. Um, you come to K-State as a true freshman without any spring ball, obviously. I know you guys had a chance to do some um, some meetings and what, what have you not in the summer times, but you come to K-State, your true freshman season, and you're just thrown immediately into the fire with practice. Um, you're the number two quarterback. Obviously, we'll get to Skyler getting injured and you having to play here in a little bit, but like when you come to K-State and it's just a completely – different environment than what you've seen, than what you heard about. What was your initial impressions of that, uh, I guess, end of summer, beginning of fall of 2020, your freshman year? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Coach Klein had, he had told me a, a million times, you know, it's never going to go according to the plan that you, you know, how you think it's going to go or according to plan at all. He said, it's never going to go like that. And I was like, you know, I, I, I heard him say that and, but it didn't really register with a with an 18 year old kid, you know. I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, it's probably right. Um, but then obviously, like, just bam, 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 one thing after another, and you know, you come back, and, and I mean, I had been in meetings, like you said, I had learned the offense, I knew things, you know, conceptually in my head. But it, it's a whole different thing to go out there and actually do it. And I'm a, I'm a definitely like a hands on learner. Like I need to see it. Like I like to say, hey, like if we there's this look that you know we want to see. Um, you know, we see it on film. I'm like, I want to see that out there. I want the scout team to replicate that look because that's how I learn. And like the first reps I took here at K-State as a, as a player, I think were the beginning of August. And I ended up having to play in a game like in the first week of September. So it was, it was just kind of crazy, like how it all happened so fast. Obviously, you know, I came in with the goals of, you know, I want to be on the travel roster. I want to win the backup spot. Obviously, I knew Skyler was was pretty solidified as the starter, but I wanted to, you know, work my way up and ended up winning the backup spot. And, you know, one thing led to another. And there I was, you know, playing as a, as a 18, 19 year old kid. I didn't really know what I was doing out there. Now I look back at it. I'm like, I have no idea how the hell I did that. But, you know, it, it, it all it, it taught me as much as anything. And, you know, I, I'm. I'm grateful for the for the tough times that, you know, kind of brought me to where I am now. I think if fans were to go back and watch the games from that season and watch you play then and then compare to where you were this past season, I'm not sure many people outside of K-State would even know that it was the same quarterback. Um, <laughs> yeah. With that being said, I mean, there were, there were some, you know, troubles, I guess you mm -hmm. could say. I mean, some, some not-so-high moments. Um, how hard was that for you? Because I'm sure that it, it was not easy, especially you're playing in front of 30% capacity um, at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Just what was that? What were those moments like when it didn't go as well as you thought it would? It was uh, it was very, very challenging. That year was tough. I was living I was living alone. Uh, me and Deuce, we both had to move out of our Jardine apartments because they didn't want us to you know, get close contacted with somebody who had COVID just, you know, and, and not be able to play just because we live with someone who has it. So we both had to live alone. Um, you know, I'm living alone out there. I'm, I'm a freshman. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it, it just, I, I was, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to deal with everything and just, you know, just one thing after another, you know, games weren't going well, things weren't going well on the field, off the field. Um, it was, it was, it was tough. You know, there were, there were times where I was like, is this really what I want to do? Like, is, is it really worth, 
you know, all of this struggle to, to do that. You know, I, I love football and it's, it's my passion and my love, but you know, there, there were, there were times where I questioned that and uh, it was, it was really, really, really tough. And people were saying, you know, this is, you're going to be better because of this, this is going to make you so much better. And in that moment, I just did not see it at all. You know, I was just, I was just ready for that year to be over. And, and uh, you know, once it was, and you know, the next season came or like, I, I didn't play in front of a, a full Bill Snyder family. Say, I didn't see a game at the Bill that, that was full capacity until uh, I think it was Southern Illinois was the first time I ever saw the Bill fully, you know, full. So um, there, I mean, th- that year was was brutal. But n- now looking back at it, I can appreciate the things that I went through, and you know, they grew me up. I mean, a lot earlier than I expected, and uh, you know, kind of forced me to grow up. Uh, a, a little bit, a little bit quicker than I thought I would have had to, but man, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. And definitely, you know, with the help of my, you know, coaches and family, I, I was able to get through it and all that and, you know, make, make it out the other side. But, um, there, you know, it, it definitely was, was not easy. And there was a lot of, a lot of strife and a lot of challenges that went into everything that I did. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then the following year, I mean, it's close to the same story. Obviously, you mm-hmm. have that year of experience, but Skyler goes down, you come in, and then you get banged up a little bit. Eventually, Skyler does come back, and you end up playing in four or five games. Um, did you need that season to kind of take a step back and refine your game and see where you are? I think it, it taught me a lot because, you know, I felt like after my freshman year, I'm like, okay. I'm a little more comfortable, you know, I'm settled. I know the offense, you know, I know how this stuff works. I've been out there and if I get a shot, I'm going to go out there and be so much better. And then I go out there and, you know, everything kind of feels like it's falling apart a little bit, especially in that Southern Illinois game. You know, I was halftime of that game was brutal, man. I was, it was, uh, you know, just a, just a mental fight, just constantly, you know, in my own head. And I had never really had that before. You know, I, I feel like, that was the first time I truly like questioned myself. And, you know, I feel like I was always a confident guy and man, confidence is, is all is literally all it is. If you have confidence as a court, especially as a quarterback, but just in football in general, you play with confidence, then you're going to play well. If you don't, then you, you're not like, that's pretty much all it boils down to. And, um, you know, it, it took me, kind of seeing myself do it this year to really believe that I could. And like, I always, I always knew deep down that, you know, I had it in me and I could, but you know, you, you and you want it and you want to keep believing that, but like deep down, like there's sometimes you, you question it a little bit. And when I went out there at TCU this year, that was kind of the moment when it, when it clicked, you know, I saw myself throw a couple touchdown passes, make a couple plays here. And then I'm like, and I can't, you know, I can do this. You know, it's like, this is not out of my reach. Just took me kind of seeing that to kind of believe it, you know, and uh, definitely that second year um, was disappointing. And it was, 
took a lot of patience, you know, but uh, this, it all, it all paid off this past year. And I'm excited this year to kind of finally have my, you know, it be my show. And cause that, you know, I haven't gone into a season where I'm slated as a starter yet. You know, I've just been coming off the bench and helping off the bench. So now I'm, it'll be nice to finally get, you know, my, it, it be my team and my kind of show. And before we get into this past season and looking ahead towards the 23 season, I want to ask you about what your reaction was when um, the coaches informed you that they were going to go out and get another quarterback prior to last season. And that obviously ends up being Adrian. I know you've talked about how close you guys were, but that had to have been challenging because I'm sure after two years, you were chomping at the bit to, like you mentioned, you know, it, it to be your show. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was not happy. I'll say that I was not, not very happy. Um, you know, they, they, they told me up front, they said, we're going to try and go get a transfer. And, you know, they didn't know if it was going to be a younger guy to come in and compete with me, or if it was going to be an older, you know, guy, obviously it was Adrian and being an older guy, like, you know, I, and they said it was going to be a competition, but I kind of knew that, you know, it really wasn't going to be a competition no matter how well I played. Cause I felt like I had a really good fall camp. Um, and all that, but it ended up, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm like, there's no way I'm going to like this guy, you know, obviously like, you know, he's, he's my competition and he comes in and he just could not be a better dude. It's, it's like one of those guys that you just can't help but liking and, and just being like, you know, attracted to. And like, he, he was just so good in every way and taught me a lot and taught me a lot in the sense of on the field and off the field. Cause he has dealt with a lot of I would say the same same similar type problems that I've dealt with but even on a larger scale um and and we have had a, a ton of talks just about how he deals with that how I deal with that and he helped me so much he helped me grow up a ton this year um and on the field stuff too like he just had a different perspective coming from a different program and they did things totally different and I, I was in the same program the same you know, philosophy, the same mindset the whole time I've, I've been in college. So hearing somebody who had a, a, a separate mindset and like, you know, he's like, you know, maybe, you know, cause in our minds at K-State, there's like, you know, maybe we don't like this play versus this coverage. And he's like, well, maybe we can do it. Like we did it here in Nebraska. Like there was just things like that, that, you know, kind of opened my eyes to see like, there's not just one way of playing football. There's not one way of doing things. Like you can do it in a bunch of different ways. And, uh, I can't can't say enough good things about Adrian. I know I've said that a million times, you know, to a million different people. But um, you know, at first it wasn't great. It was it was frustrating. But um, and getting to know him, and you know, if I could if I could do it over again, I, I would do it the same. I would I wouldn't change a thing. So, and obviously that relationship helped foster a Big Twelve championship. I'm sure that um, Adrian will remember that forever, as will you. Um, the question is, what comes next? And as you mentioned, um, it is it is your ship now. There is no other veteran quarterback in there competing with you. Um, how do you take the success that you had last season and not get complacent? Yeah, that's that's a huge, huge piece is that, you know, there's – I feel like there's more out there for us. And I feel like, you know, ending, ending the season the way we did in the Sugar Bowl was almost good in a way. Um, because we, I feel like we, we kind of still have that hunger, like, man, there's, there's more out there for us. You know, yeah, we won the big 12, but 
you know, we didn't win our bowl game and we didn't win a national championship. Like that's, that's the pinnacle. And we keep saying this year, like we want to raise the bar. And I feel like, you know, we want to make history. We want to be the first team to go back to back big 12s. We want to be the first team to win a national championship. And I really think that that's attainable. Like, I, I think that's not out of reach of this team. And the fact that, you know, I think everyone in the program is trying to kind of push that envelope of saying, you know, this is not out of the ordinary. This isn't just a fluke, just a one year thing. Like this is, we're going to be at the top of the big 12 for years to come. You know, this is, this is the new normal here. And, you know, every day just live into the standard of, of what that is and trying to, you know, just keep everybody in that mindset and, you know, thinking about raising the bar and thinking about like, you know, I don't care how good we were last year. Like, you know, how good, how good, how much better can we be? You know, how good can we be this year? That's how I'm trying to kind of look at it. And I think, you know, if you ask any of the other leaders or really anybody on the team, I think they would, they would say the same thing. That challenge is, is not one to be taken lightly. I mean, throughout the years, we've seen teams that win big 12 championships go struggle from being uh, the hunter to being the hunted. Um, mm-hmm. You guys obviously are tasked with that this year, and and you lose your friend Deuce Vaughn, uh, but you gain uh, Treshawn Ward at the running back position. You lose Malik Knowles at the receiver position, but you get a Keegan Johnson at the wide receiver position. How much different do you feel like the offense will be this year as opposed to last year with some of these new faces? I think it's definitely, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to miss Deuce. We're going to miss Malik. You know, those dudes were, were game changers and, and phenomenal players. Um, but I feel like, you know, not much has changed. I think um, I think we're, we're definitely trying to push the ball down the field a little more. Uh, we're trying to um, get those receivers involved as much as we can. Anytime we can get them an easy catch, get them in space, we're going to do it. Um, and obviously having Trayshawn and DJ in the backfield with me is going to – those two are – phenomenal backs both of them in their own way dj's super strong but also really fast and can can make some really good cuts trayshawn's super super shifty really good out of the backfield too uh in in receiving the ball and he's just a really good running back um he was a huge pickup for us and then obviously having keegan on the outside having guys like Jaden jackson guys like rj uh phil obviously like coming back i think you know the the overarching look at our offense, I think nothing, we're not really changing much. We're just trying to be more aggressive and trying to be more detail oriented with how we do things. You know, I think that we look back at last year and then we said, you know, we had a really good year offensively. We, we did a lot of really good things. Um, but if you look at it and you look at the stats, like we were, we were really good. We were right up there with TCU. I think we were number two in a lot of different things at TCU, but um, you really look at it you watch the film and there's like, man, there's, there's so many things that we kind of messed up just little things here and there, like little tweaks that we could have made. Like, you know, there was one, I remember there's one play against Alabama. You know, if we get back to the backside backer on a power, on a simple power play that no, you know, nobody in the stands is going to see, we just ran power and maybe we got like eight yards out of it. So it was a good play. But you know, if we get to the, to the backside, Sam who folded in and made the play, it's a touchdown. I mean, nobody touches Deuce. Like, there's just little things like that everywhere that, man, if we get that cleaned up and we and we kind of focus on those details, then, you know, we know we can – that that level of, like, where we can go, that's how good we can be. And, and there's there's still more to, to achieve there. And 
definitely want to push the ball down the field more. Um, want to want to do some RPOs and, and stuff like that, and, and get the get everyone involved as much as we can because we got some phenomenal playmakers on the outside and running backs and and Ben Sennett obviously too. Like we, I mean, I'm I'm spoiled with as much you know talent as I have on this offense, and obviously having the whole whole line back is is tremendous as well. Yeah, and I got two more things for you before we wrap this up. Um, the last one will be nice, quick, and easy. I, I want to ask you first about Colin Klein. Um, take me back to December, January, February, the rumors of Colin Klein and, and maybe a Notre Dame or a, another school potentially um, taking him from the staff. Uh, what was your reaction like, A, when you found out that that might actually be a real possibility, and B, when you finally find out that he is staying and he is going to be around. Yeah. You know, coach climbing definitely kept me in the loop on that one. And, uh, that, that was very important to me to keep him here just because of the relationship that we have, you know, he's helped me through all the, you know, all the stuff that I've been through here, I guess you could say. Um, and he, he's kind of been that guy that's been there through, through all of that for me. Um, you know, tough time, you know, we've had good days and bad days, you know, together and, and separately. And, um, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of told him that, and, and I know that that's kind of what kept him here is, is those relationships and, um, you know, the, the roots that he has, you know, I'm, I, I obviously I, I wasn't there to make the decision, but you know, that, that I think is what really kept him here. And, and that's why we value that so much, you know, that that's why we're, we're a special place is because of things like that. You know, you could go to a big name school, but, you want to stay here because of the people, because of, you know, the, the relationships that you have and, and because we want to do something really big here. We feel like, you know, he, he said there's more to do. You know, I feel like we're not done. And that was something I, you know, said to him. I was like, I feel like we could do so much more here. And, you know, it's it, he's just been such a huge part of my my journey here. And like I, I told him, I said, I would just hate to see you leave, you know, and and. And I, I just tried to, you know, I, I tried to talk to him as much as I could. And obviously the decision was on him and, and his family. But I'm so glad that, that he came back and decided to because, you know, truly there is there is more for us to do. And, you know, with him with him calling the plays, I feel, you know, beyond beyond confident with with how this season could go. All right. Fill in the blank for me as we wrap up fighting ever fighting. Will Howard's goal for 2023 is. Oof. We're talking personal or team? It can be whatever. Mm. I mean, all right. I'll give I'll give personal and then I'll give team. Personal, you know, I'm I'm I feel like, you know, if you don't make your goals high, then 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 you're not you're not really working hard at all. Um I, I want to win the Heisman. And I think um, you know, our, our team goal is a national championship. So I I think that um Somebody told me one time your, your goals should be so so high that you 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 don't even believe you can achieve them. And then, you know, when when you when it's all said and done, you know, then you're gonna achieve more than you ever thought you could. So um, I'm really really excited for this year and and think that you know there's there's some really really good things we can do out there. All right, there you have it. There's your quarterback of your 2023 Kansas State Wildcats, Will Howard. Will, thanks for taking the time out of your day. And uh, we'll talk to you again this fall. Thanks, Cole.